Hey guys, welcome back to the Well Said Podcast, where we are talking about following Jesus in an anxious post-Christian culture and uh, following in such a way that is enriching and deepening our own peace, maturity, wisdom, knowledge. So we are back once again. I love how, I think it was four weeks ago, <laughs> four weeks ago, we were like, we are back on the pod- podcast uh, train on the first week of August, and then uh, we and then were, more we, summer busyness happened, and we didn't record anything. Yes, four weeks later, we are back on the podcast train for the fall season. Does that does that when I say fall season, does that give you a twinge of pain? I don't know. Maybe I'm just like okay with all the changes. I feel like we squeezed in some fun summer things right before September. So I feel satisfied with the way summer has gone. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like five days ago, I was like uh, violently protesting. I know. <laughs> Usually that's me every year. But this time yeah. I'm like, it's okay. But but after the la- this weekend, we got out and hung out with family in Vancouver. And, Went to uh, the beach. Yeah. Which got. is funny because people are like, why would you go to the beach when you literally live at the beach? But it's a very different kind of beach. We have the bay. We yes. have lots of islands here, so we don't have open ocean. But Oregon coast is like a completely different experience. It's we love, just so yeah, we love Puget Sound. We love the bay here. But open ocean is different. It's crazy. I haven't been to Cannon Beach in like years. Years, I know. Been way too long. It was just so good. Although your kite flying didn't work out. <laughs> Okay, you know, future tip for everybody, unless you know actually anything about flying kites, don't buy a kite when you go to the beach and don't try to fly it. It's just going to be a waste of time. I mean... I don't understand, you know? Mary Poppins made it look so easy. Oh, yeah. It's just simple. It just flies, and that is not the real real world. Maybe we just had a bad kite. No, because I replaced it and it still didn't work, right? Same thing happened last time we went to the beach. No more kites. Oh, well, kites are so therapeutic. I just love the idea. But yeah, it's harder than it looks, apparently. Part of growing up is learning the life lessons. And uh, <laughs> things part, you part, cannot do. Part of growing easily. up into adulthood, speaking of our topic today, is, uh, you know, learning the lessons of what not to do. So today, what do we want to talk about today? I don't know what you want to call it. The best parts of becoming an adult or the best part of adulting? I titled it The Joy of Adulting. Yeah, there you no? go. That's good. Yeah. I like it. I don't know if that's going to be the actual title. I'm always conflicted on how to write the titles on these things to get people to click on them. Um, but no, a title that actually adequately reflects what we're talking about. But uh, so what we want to talk about, just some thoughts, you know, throw out some thoughts here on we live in a time when, you know, uh, being young is prized above all things and being young and free specifically. And oftentimes, adulthood gets a bad rep. Um, Oftentimes, I think when people think about moving on in life or what we call settling down or whatever, you know, all these different terms, getting married, having kids, uh, you know, stabilizing your job, they think that that's like the end of their joy season and that all of the mundane 
difficult things associated with becoming an adult and leaving the world of being young and uh, free is very sad and not fun. Yeah. So what we want to do is kind of say the total opposite. Basically think about the last five, six, seven years. So we're both in our, in the second half, you know, I'm 29, I'll be 30 this November. So I think I officially have that, uh, the right to talk about adult, adulting. (laughs) Yeah, you're an adult officially now. I have three children and, um, and you're 27. Is that right? Are you 27? I think so. I actually always forget. After 25, we start to lose track. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but these are things that I think we've like uh, marked out in our conversations over the years, you know. So we each have like a quick list of just what are the so these are the surprising joys of becoming an adult. We want to share some things that as we look back in the last five, six years, uh, these are the things that I couldn't have predicted as a young person, as a person in their early 20s or late teens uh that these are the things i wasn't looking forward to these things Mm -hmm. and they are really wonderful so do you want to start do you want me to start um i can start i have one that kind of is a big one i feel like Mm. um with adulthood comes deeper relationships is that the one you had well it wasn't my first one but it was one of mine yes okay well that's my first one is that okay. fine? Expand on it. Go for it. Um, I think that when you're young and you're trying to get to know people, you have your friends, and a lot of friendship is um, you're connected through maybe go to school, going to school together, or attending the same Sunday school class, or you you know you you become friends based off of semi shallow reasons, or mm-hmm. you know maybe you're just at the same place at the same time and just may end up hanging out a lot. Mm-hmm. But then entering adulthood, a lot of that falls away. And a lot of the, um, you don't tend to hang out with people just because you've always hung out with them. You start to be like, okay, what do we actually have in common? And superficial friendships kind of fall away or get more distant. But the ones that are the real ones, the ones that Mm -hmm. are deep and connected, they just deepen and you stop being, I think the insecurity in friendship falls away. A lot of the facade of like, hurting each other's feelings or being or like comparing or whatever mm-hmm. you know i don't know with girl friendships that exists a lot with younger people mm-hmm. um but entering adulthood you just don't have time to be <laughs> insecure or have comparing or you is just it time is time the issue or is there something else maturity and i don't know i just i've been so blessed by the deepening of the friendships god has given me Mm-hmm. Where you share struggles, you pray, you call each other out and say, hey, that doesn't sound like, you know, the thing you should be doing or saying or um, they just get more serious. You just and you don't have to spend all this time together. You don't have to is better. Sounds worse. No. Well, serious in the sense that it's, there's less fluff and just more real life. Mm hmm. And you don't have to spend all this time together and get coffee every week. And you can just do life side by side and just be communicating. And it just gets more simple and more deep. 
Yeah, I think so. Maybe if I could. So my first one was a little different, but it adds on to this. And then I'll comment on this too. My first one was that um, maturity makes everything better. Yeah. Like just realizing that like it's not something that you necessarily like plan on as a younger, not so wise, immature person. Mm -hmm. But realizing that as we grow in maturity, as we grow in spiritual maturity specific, like, so this applies in a secular sense, like just as human beings, like you mature from being a child, irresponsible, you know, lack of self-control, but in a more profound way as Christians, uh, spiritual maturity, as we grow in Christ, as we, as the work of the spirit transforms us and makes us more rooted people, like everything in life becomes richer the colors it's like you're going from seeing black and white to like seeing color and the the more mature you you become the the brighter and richer the colors the flavors and the smells of life yeah you know like everything becomes so saturated with because god's presence and god's glory is restoring your humanity and your humanity includes your ability to take in and live in the world Mm -hmm. so i think that's where you know there's this i think major theme in the book of proverbs it's like whatever you do get wisdom yeah because if you have wisdom you're going to have everything else it's like the key to the universe yeah and when i'm saying maturity makes everything better i'm not saying oh look how mature i am like i still like just driving back yesterday i was just thinking how weak I am and how much I have to grow in so many areas. But I think that when you see, when you look back at the last few years and you look at your life and you're like, wow, God has been doing some stuff. God's been excavating my soul. God has been reshaping, reach, you know, rearranging all the furniture mm-hmm. and making me somebody different. Mm-hmm. But as challenging as that process is, um, it, it's, it's transforming my experience of everything else. Yeah. So we tend to think that our joy is tied to certain things that we will accomplish, but we don't realize that the most important thing is the transformation of our entire lens yeah. of who we are. That's why you invest into all the fundamentals that will change you. Yeah. Over the years, it transforms everything. So I think connecting to that, like friendship, like as we mature as individuals, we become more rooted, we, we become adults. Uh, friendship just becomes so much more enriching and satisfying and helpful, Mm -hmm. right? And um, just uh, encouraging. It becomes a force in your life to build you up because as an adult, adult friendships are more focused on life together rather than how do I look? How do I feel? What does this person say about me? It's more like side by side, walking together in life. Another piece to that whole friendship thing is I think that you become a lot more intentional about friendship. You know, like I think when you're younger, you're just like, oh, this is my people, my crowd, we hang together. But when like when you're older, you realize that friends are a powerful force in your life and you invest in your friendships and you're more intentional about what kind of people. Yeah, you appreciate them and what kind of people you want in your life and you need in your life. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's not it's not a passive thing. You become intentional. I think that's very true. And and I think it's very true that maturity makes everything better when you with with being young, 
there's a lot of fluff and a lot of things you're trying to maneuver like identity and who am I and insecurities and figuring out what you want to do but a lot of that falls away entering adulthood and therefore you can just you just see things deeper and experience it's not like you don't have identity issues right you do but it's more it gets more more rooted yeah and the decisions are more figured out and it's just things yeah you just enjoy things more you're more present i think yeah like I it's just like I I just look back like one of the most important like things in my life is my friendships I've you know certain with certain guys like really like friendships that are really instrumental in like rebuilding me resetting me keeping me in line and like you know it's it's really amazing to have that as a resource that I know is there and it's like you don't necessarily talk every week even but yeah. you can have a conversation every three months, but like it's so life-giving and mm-hmm. empowering. Mm-hmm. And um, you you start to realize that friendship is not just something that happens on accident, like it's intentional and you can invest into relationships in general and relationships are a lot more meaningful when you start to understand how relationships work. Yeah. You know, like when you, when you didn't know previously as a young person you're more obsessed with like how you feel and what's going on in your life rather Mm -hmm. than being able to look at the world around you you know yeah and on the flip side if you didn't value friendship and relationships when you're young and you're not intentional uh adulthood is where it really comes to show yeah and how you're gonna feel lonely and you're gonna feel like you want friends and there's a lot of people who really want friends but they don't quite know how to figure out how to get friends how to be a friend yeah how to be a friend how to be someone who you know everyone wants friends everyone wants to be around people who they enjoy but adulthood is when if you if you don't have it it becomes very apparent that you need it yeah i think maybe if i could tack on a bonus one here connected to maturity and friendship like we were driving and talking uh at the beach and i think that it's like one of the defining things about growing up into healthy adulthood is that you are understanding how to work through stuff. Like we all grow up, we all, we're all sinners, which means we're all broken in different kinds of ways. We mm-hmm. all have different kinds of struggles, you know, emotional, you know, thought, will, you know, like all these different areas in our life that we're broken and we're, things are on backwards and we're, you know, and we need help. We need to grow through that stuff. And healthy sp- spiritual health, and, and adulthood uh, comes with the joy of learning through your relationships, through the word, through knowledge of God's word and knowledge of God in your life, uh, healthy pathways to work through stuff. It doesn't mean that you've got everything worked out. You, mm-hmm. we, we all continue to struggle with sin all of our lives. Yeah. But there's something powerful about thinking about the fact that you you know where to turn in the word you know where to turn in relationships in your christian community to work through stuff as it comes up as life becomes complicated and difficult yeah i feel like you get acquainted with your tool belt in a way where it's like yeah before things would happen it would be like a tidal wave life is just happening to you and you're so if you you know freak out more about things but as you grow into adulthood it's 
hard things happen and you're like, okay, well, this happened. This is not easy. You're more self-aware of what's going on in your life and and what needs to happen, right? Yeah. To get you through it. I think with guys, it's not that they're like, they freak out or whatever. It's just, you're more like, like life is happening to you and -hmm. you're just kind of like responding and moving along, like down the stream. Yeah. Whereas, you know, as an adult, Growing up into adulthood, you, you learn to start to steer the boat a little bit yep. yeah. uh, down the stream and avoid certain giant crashes. And, you know, there's something really satisfying about that. Yeah. And I think kind of similar to what we're saying already is uh, the second one I wrote down is figuring out what you believe and what mm. your convictions are, just who you are. What is your identity? What do you, What is your life about? Mm-hmm. That just comes with with age it's like okay i'm living i'm building something what do i believe about god about church about family um it just becomes more solid and you once you have your foundation it's easier to be like well, my goals are this because this is what my life is about mm-hmm. do you mean this specifically like knowledge of biblical doctrine or like just in general like what do what is what is my life for Mm-hmm. Am I going to be a person who spends my life giving to the church, mm-hmm. serving the church, serving my family, pursuing relationships? Or am I going to be someone who, you know, like going to pursue my career? Like usually in adulthood, we find our our calling or what we believe. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, there's a flip side to that where people do the wrong thing and they pursue the wrong things right but with our experience with adulthood you just become more solidified in your convictions yeah like these are the important things these are essential this is what we believe and we're gonna do this until we die that kind of that that dawning comes on you in adulthood in early adulthood where you start to feel the the weight and the burden of like your calling and your identity yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, and again, this is all assuming that we're growing in the truth. And the point here is not that, oh, look at us, we got it figured out. Not at all. But the point is just that, like, you look back and you realize God is doing this stuff. And I think, actually, that's interesting because I literally wrote down the same one. I said, discovering your life calling, or that's sort yeah. of connecting. Like, yeah, but a little like, different. Yeah. Basically, it as you grow in the truth. As you grow in community, in relationships, in Christ-likeness, in basic everyday Christian development, um, your lens through which you see is it becomes less and less murky. It becomes yeah. a lot more clear. And that lens includes seeing yourself, who you are, what you're called to do with your life, and uh, what the world around you is like and how you fit in. Yeah. You know? So being comfortable in your own skin mm-hmm. and not in a prideful way, because mm-hmm. there's a prideful way to do that. Be like, I discovered myself right. and uh, who cares what anybody else thinks? I do me, you do you. Actually, I think there's, so like, this is the cultural thing. You do you and like, oh, I just need to discover who I am. And I think that's actually one of the most anxiety inducing realities of our time. Why are young people so anxious? Because the task of inventing yourself is the most frightening and difficult task that you can ever undertake. It's trying to fill the shoes of God. I think right. that's, that's overwhelming. It's That's not your job. He's already given you something. Right. The, the, right. the most amazing discovery as we discover the work of scripture in our life is 
God has clearly spoken to us and continues to speak every day to us in our lives. And he wants to tell us what, we, what he has made us for. He wants to tell us, look, I've, got, I've given you these tools. I've given you these strengths. I give, I've given you these relationships, these situations in your life. Here's where I want you to work for my kingdom. You know, yeah. here's how. And like clear, having a clarifying sense of that is so liberating because it's like, oh, I know, I know, I don't need to figure out what everybody else is doing. Yeah. I know what I'm doing because I know this is what God has called me to do. And I think connected to that is this sense of like God's calling yeah. and God's presence. Yeah. Like most of our anxiety comes from trying to figure out, worrying about what and where and how, you what know, what am I like, supposed to do with yeah, my life? Yeah. Well, I think it will be really hard to f- see or figure out if you're living in sin or if you're living outside of God's will. Yeah. Because it's people always want to know God's will for their life. And sometimes it takes, you know, some time figuring that out. And that might change in a few seasons or whatever. But right. when you're living in the church, um, in fellowship with the saints, you know, staying in the word and prayer over time, it becomes pretty clear what God has called you to do. There's things right in front of you. There's situations. There's people yeah. usually. And that gives you a very firm and clear picture of what God has called you to do. And you you, you start to notice that you're actually pretty good at some things. And you are you have strengths and you have weaknesses. And I think in adulthood is when God will open that to you. And that's a really cool part of adulthood. When you just start to really settle into getting a sense of your calling. Like, okay, I think this is where God wants me because he keeps blessing me here. I see that I have strengths here. And I think a lot of comes with being in his will, like repenting of your sin, staying in the church, um, praying, reading the word. But if you're not in those things, you're going to constantly be, you know, chasing the wind. What what is my calling? What am I supposed to do? Should I go to this church, this church? Constantly running around and being insecure about it. Even deep into adulthood, you have to like really settle down. Yeah, yeah. And I think um, the analogy that pops in my head is like finances. Like, you know, you you work hard to save and um, you don't realize that it accumulates and it grows over time more and more, you know? Like, and so our perception like you grow in the truth right now and you may be like gosh i don't really know anything and like gosh i you know i struggle with reading my bible and like but but if you consistently apply yourself and following christ little by little it's the little by little everyday faith it grows into this mountain you mm-hmm. know the mustard seed into the mountain like yeah uh, of clarity and when i think when people hear you say uh god's will for your life mm-hmm. they think who to marry, where to where to work, where to live, mm-hmm. which church to go to. But I don't think that's actually what we're saying because mm-hmm. what we're saying is it's not that you have a blueprint. Oh, here's my five, 10-year plan. Right. That's not the point. No, no, no. Sometimes, sometimes God takes you into seasons of unknown. Yeah. The point is this sense of clarity of calling comes from understand, like walking with God and knowing that God is... He's intimately present and mm-hmm. guiding your life. And even when he leads you into uncertain seasons, you know, it's like right now, God has me in a season in limbo. Right. I'm in the desert right now, but he's, he's got me with here. Me. Yeah. yeah. I'm in the desert. Like he's got me in a season of waiting right mm-hmm. now. It's like you're, you don't really know where it's going to go, but you know where you are and why you're there. Right. 
So that's where that sense of calling and clarity is still there, even though you're in the middle of a season where you're not sure where it's going to go. Right. But yeah. you're still clear. You're still rooted. You're still like, yep, going through the desert. You know, the Lord is my shepherd. I'm, I'm walking with him and sensing where he's taking me. So that mm-hmm. sense of like it's grounding. The more yeah. we learn to walk with God into adulthood. Yeah. Um, gives us that confidence. Yeah, for sure. I think that's a really big, great part of it. So invest into your spiritual growth pursue friendships and pursue that time with God and it starts to compound. Uh, you got another one or do you want me to do another sure, one? Sure, you can do one. So another one that I have is uh, family and kids has taught me the joy and satisfaction of really, really hard work. Yeah. So I, I did not expect mm-hmm. to understand that the best things in life come from really hard work. Yeah. Like... It's actually out of the blood, sweat, and tears that the deepest sense of satisfaction and, and fruitfulness yeah. comes from. Yeah. Like understanding that God has made us for work. God has made us to be productive and fruitful mm-hmm. and to multiply. And that means in every kind of way, not just having babies. Um, that, you know, there's this there's this uh, backwards thing in our culture where we think that satisfaction comes through consumption. Mm-hmm. So when I go on the biggest vacation with the biggest package with the most food and like we just chase the experience and we keep thinking, why do I feel so unsatisfied and empty? Where you realize that God has created you to be productive and that is where the joy comes from of being human. Um, and when you like are laboring in that light, in the light of God's you know that you are worshiping your creator when you are working hard and doing the things he's called you to do, whether that's relationships, ministry, family, career, you know, but like Mm -hmm. you expect hard work and that's part of your package of satisfaction where I think as a young person, you you think hard work is a necessary evil. Right, yeah. You know, you got like, oh, get the hard work and oh, Friday, Mm oh, you know, done. But actually it is out of the fruit of your labor, you look and you're like, wow, this is what we did together. Yeah. I think God is extra satisfied when he sees us delight in our labor. When right. God looked at creation, he said, this is really good. Mm-hmm. So we all grow up thinking, oh, like we want kids and it's going to be so fun to have kids. And, you know, we ever, everyone wants that kind of. But then you enter into the difficulty of parenthood and realize it's actually really, really hard. And marriage marriage is hard but parenting is a whole nother level having kids is a whole nother level of difficulty and and you're like well i always dreamed of this but this is much harder than i thought right and like embracing that and really um taking that in and doing your best that's that's the best part of life like you're gonna always remember the the years you were dealing with the babies and have that as a fond memory i think i think no one really expects that in adulthood the hard work will be if you embrace it and understand its importance that it's one of the best parts of adulthood it's not get through it and then retirement will be better it's 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 very fulfilling to really embrace the difficult times yeah and well you also realize that like you never escape the hardships like they're always gonna be here you know like there's no season of life where it's like, oh, finally, I'm through. I'm out of the forest. Like, yeah. become a grandparent. Well, you have grandkids and you're going to worry about them. Yeah. You're going to have, pro- like, th- this stuff is just going to continue, you yeah. know? And 
if we think that our joy is connected to avoiding hardship and avoiding difficulty, we're going to be miserable forever. Yeah. And the flip side of that is you as a Christian, you know, first Peter chapter one says, you know, through your trials and afflictions, it's like a furnace that's making you better, better, more golden. And you really see that working, you know, like when you really see God working in your trials and making you better and you look back and you're like, that was so hard, but man, I'm so much more like Christ because of that. Um, it makes you still scared of hard things, but it, it, it definitely gives you the hope of like, well, I know that this is all very much on purpose. Yeah. And there's a direction here and I, I need to expect the difficulty and the hard work. Yeah. It's funny, we're literally recording this and having to pause and run back and bring charlie in here like he's screaming and like we're juggling yeah but it and and also like having kids and being an adult a huge fun part of it if you are all about embracing the difficulty then like i've just really enjoyed family life and making our own traditions as a family like we're a young family you know we grew up a certain way and now we're trying to things that we enjoy for holidays what do we want to build what kind of legacy do we want to leave with our children? And I think that part is really amazing. Going on trips, doing things as a family that, like, what are our values? You know, figuring all that out is a really, really enjoyable part of adulthood. Right. And I, I just think once you've once you've discovered that it is through hard work that God does things in your life, like, it makes you excited to work hard. I think just, you just expect to roll up your sleeves every day and and do hard things, whether that's in your family, in your career, in your church, in your relationships, everywhere. You you expect it. You expect to be rolling up your sleeves and getting to work. And that's that's life. You yeah. Know? So that's one of the most satisfying things I think. I never expected that. Like I always understood hard work is important, but mm-hmm. I never saw it as one of the essential things that yields like the, the fruit growing on the vine that I yeah. have worked so hard to, to cultivate yeah Th- there's a huge satisfaction and joy in that yeah and it that gives you hope through seasons of just hard seasons like mm-hmm. oh we're just we're just working really hard you know just like sweating and getting through it and you're like it's okay this is a season yeah Th- there's there's seasons there's seasons of sowing and there's seasons of reaping you know and, and that, that sustains useless. you that mindset sustains you through hard seasons yeah. when you know that there's seasons and you know that there's going to be fruit right if, if you're walking in faithfulness you're walking with christ you're seeking his guidance and you're seeking to be faithful to him yeah in that and, season and it's also really great to see and realize that even during seasons of maybe you tried something or you try to invest your money into something and you worked hard and didn't work out or you gave something a shot and it failed you know that that was just part of the learning process like you know nothing is a waste nothing is not worth it like it's a really great thing to realize as you're an adult that all your experiences are shaping you and and on like another not as maybe it's a little bit switching the subject but i think uh figuring out like how how to manage your finances and your like figuring out where where do you want to be and what can i do to provide for my family and figuring what what am i good at in life what are my hobbies what do i want to spend my time doing pursuing um once once you become like 30 35 i feel like that's a it's just a fun thing to figure out like oh wow okay this is my life what am i gonna do with it 
thinking the future. What am I going to do to build my family to stabilize? Those are all really great things. Yeah, I think, I think, um, you know, the, the consideration here is that what are you doing with your 20s? Yeah. You know, that's what you want to leave yourself with. People who just want to, you know, squeeze out all of the good times and not think about investing <sighs> into the future, their 30s are going to be really hard and yeah. really frustrating because that time you spent, you should have spent investing and growing and maturing. You just blew it all off. And now you're waking up as an adult. And we have a culture of many people in their 30s who are just waking up to adulthood and struggling and being frustrated with it. And it's an anxiety-inducing process because, wow, you're a few years away from 40. Yeah. And you're still trying to figure it out. But if you spend your 20s uh, pursuing and growing, then the 30s are like the fruit of that and the 40s are even more the fruit of that so so if you're you're in your early 20s embrace embrace the difficulty like embrace adulthood embrace whatever it may bring the responsibility the weight of adulthood and i guess one of the most surprising things that i just uh think about as i'm reflecting on this like you know season of adulthood is that it's not just that we've embraced it but that it's so much more fun than I thought. And actually, as an adult, I'm enjoying life so yeah. much more. I'm having so much more fun than I did when I was younger and less mature and less understanding of the complexity of life. So we need to learn to embrace the challenges, but also realize that it is in these newer, deeper seasons that our joy deepens yeah our enrichment deepens our soul deepens and uh, life gets better even though it gets tougher it's so funny literally we're like recording this and the kids are like coming in the room and calling and stuff like that so um that's just some thoughts you know i think we have to think about where are we going uh where what are we becoming and what are we sowing into because that's you should expect the results to multiply over the decades not just over the weeks or months. So uh, let us know what you guys think. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, reach out to us if you have any follow-up questions, thoughts. We'd love to hear that stuff, and we try to get back to it and respond as much as we can. Uh, check out the Well Said podcast on Instagram or Facebook, and uh, check out the website, well-said.org. That's kind of the home base of the podcast and the blog. Kind of try to put out fresh you know, content there every week. So thank you guys so much for listening and we'll talk to you again soon.